0: What value do you place on your time on today's episode of it's not what you sell, it's how you sell it. There's a recording that I made earlier whilst I was in the car after an interaction that I'd had at the barbers. And I think it's amazing how many different businesses and how many different business people I speak to when I look at what they're doing day to day or hour per hour or minute by minute, the amount of things that they're doing that are not income generating strategies for their business. And it's a thing that lots of business owners, especially smaller businesses, they fall into these traps from minute one of setting the business up that they think they need to be doing everything in the business. And for me, the big things I talked about on today's episode is it should be the who not the how find the people are experts in what they do so that they can do the job better than you could do it anyway. You don't need to learn how to do every single piece of your business. You're good at one thing. What other thing is, what is that one thing that if you could do more of that, you would ultimately have a business that worked better for you rather than falling into the trap of doing all the different aspects of your business, because you're just thinking i don't want to spend any money to somebody else look at what you could get back if you gave that work out to somebody else you invested that in that work being done by somebody else so that you could free up your time to do the things that are giving you the life that you want to have as usual if you're enjoying these episodes i'd love it if you'd like and subscribe to the podcast leave a comment on or a review that would be amazing but most importantly anybody that you know they struggling to scale their business and is constantly working ridiculous hours and would prefer to have a business that worked for them. I would love it if you would share these episodes with them so hopefully we can impact more people.
1: had an interesting one in the barbers I was getting my hair cut and the first thing I was thinking was there's four people there waiting I'd already waited for two before me it's already getting on it's an evening it's a Tuesday late afternoon um, so I was I was getting there thinking oh, I'll get there just before he closes anyway I'm in there he's rushing you can tell he's rushing the haircuts. then he starts doing mine and I think he's doing this a lot faster than he normally does and now to be fair he's, pretty, he's really good and I don't want to spend long in the, in the barbers than I need to but being in there I'm thinking this is really really fast so normally that's good but I'm thinking what if he makes a mistake blah blah blah. Um, Anyway he's on his own in there because he said the other guy that he normally works with is away getting married but I remember months ago we used to have three or four barbers in there all working and I couldn't help thinking he's just trying to save on costs and trying to do everything himself and that's why he's rushing rather than having people there because the guy that was doing it he's the guy that owns the shop and then this guy walks in this Guy, long hair, uh, he had an Alcapop that he, his mate was sat on the set. He went, Oh, hey, mate, and went off. Oh, just got this one next door, apparently, it's Mexican. So he walks into a barber's drinking his pink Alcapop. Anyway, there's some work going on in the barber's. They've moved the stairs where the stairs were. Anyway, long story, he's obviously doing some stuff to the upstairs so that he can rent it out. And the guy goes, Oh, do you need that, do you need that skimming, mate? You need a plasterer? And he's like, Oh, no, no, I could do it myself. And he went, oh, how much? well, he goes, well, how much would it cost me? And this guy's clearly, obviously, a plasterer. And his mate's backing him up, going, oh, he is a plasterer, he's good as well. It it should be a day rate, mate, it'd be 180 quid. And the barber starts laughing, he's like, oh, I could do that myself. And then, obviously, I'm going into, I'm thinking, like, business mode. What could, what else could he be doing instead of spending a day plastering, like, a wall? But he doesn't see that. He sees that as a cost. And I remember reading a book about, um, called Your Next Five Moves, Um and in that, the uh, the author makes the point that there's only one difference between rich people and poor people. And basically, poor people will do anything they can. No, they'll spend two hours of their life to save them spending 50 quid, whereas rich people will happily spend 50 quid to get two hours back. And I think that's uh, it's just something that I think, especially when dealing with business owners, especially smaller businesses, when you get involved and you're doing everything within the business and you've set the business up because you're really, really good at what you do, but then it's getting that to the next level and scaling your business. You need to take your hands off and you need to let other people do the things. Russell Brunson Brunson talks about the who, not the how. You don't need to learn how to plaster a wall. I I mean, I'm assuming he's not got any experience in plastering the barber. So there's every chance that he could spend all his time doing it. He'll take double the amount of time as someone that's an expert, if not more, and there's every chance that you could make a mistake with it and then end up having to pay somebody to correct the bad work and then redo it anyway. And it's just something in everybody's mind. You just need to as quickly as you possibly can. Think about the one thing that can have the biggest impact on your life If only you, uh, or on your business, if only that's what you focus on. And then try your best to get people around you that can do all those other bits and pieces. Outsourcing loads of your admin is another one. Little admin tasks that aren't making you any money, I've seen it taking 20, 30, 40% of somebody's working week. So imagine you've got five days in a week. I've seen businesses, it's like two days of the week. They're catching up on emails or putting together proposals or they're doing their invoicing, or all different types of things. And if you outsource those things, what could you do with the time that makes you the most money? And I just thought that was a case in point of people in somebody in a smaller business that's got to really, really struggle to ever scale that business because he's going to be hes going to be sort of not wanting to spend any money to let an expert do something so that the full day, I don't know how many haircuts he could do in a day, but, you know, it's 20 quid a haircut. The rate he's going there today, I bet he's doing four haircuts an hour. So it's 80 quid, he's got a busy shop. It's only a couple of hours work for him that he could be doing while he's paid somebody who's an expert to make the thing look good and then he's still got the rest of the day to make even more money. So I just thought it was a really interesting one and it's literally just happened, so I thought I'd share it with you. Hopefully you take some uh, some inspiration from that.